0: Okay, this is for the end of Dath Lamed Zion into to Ches, a new mimer that begins based on the Pasik and the Parsha that says, if there will be to a man two wives, one whom he loves and one whom he despises, and it will be that the firstborn son will be of the one he despises. So the Altar Rebbe asked the question, why does it say, that it will be? So based on what it says in the Chaim Bital, that every Jew has two nefoshes, like we say, uneshamois, plural, I have made. One is called the Babahamis. this is the life-giving, animating soul that is invested within the biology of the person and his blood to give him life. And it comes from a very lofty level, but it manifests itself through many chains, through sorim and Mazolais, like it says, that there is not even a blade of grass that doesn't have a specific mazel that is uh, banging on it and telling it to grow, because it comes from the highest of the highest and down to the lowest of the lowest. And since it is so distant from the light of Hashem, through all of these processes of level-to-level cause-effect, concealments, and sumium until it is invested within a human being of flesh and blood. And therefore, it is a composite of both good and bad. And from that, a person can have midas-rois, bad midas, that are based on these bad yesedas, and even intellect, because a person's seichel to produce their midas, and from this perspective, a person could violate the Vedas, Like the passage says, the nefesh ki which nefesh is sinning, is sinning because it is the animating life-giving soul that is the product of so many stages of tzimtzum that its origin of kedusha has become uh, obfuscated. And therefore, the person sees himself as his own identity. Now, the second that is specific to a Jew, is, is Nebuchadnezzar Akis, is actual part of Hashem. And this comes to a person directly, without there being any uh, processes or uh, that, that transform it. Like the passage says, that God has made man straight. And like we say, you, Hashem, have blown it within me. You, Hashem, without any intermediaries, blew the breath of life. And just like a person's breath of life comes from his very depth and it is absolutely united with Hashem, because there's nothing outside of Hashem, as is explained in Tanya. And therefore, this second level, second neshama of a Jew, is absolutely continuously attached with its origin, and there is no capacity from that perspective for a person to sin, and to be one who violates Hashem, because he is constantly with him. We're now in Datlam et Except that there's also the Nevesha Bahamas, that is also invested within him, and conceals it, and prevents the expression of the orein Soif, as is explained in Tanya. And these two nefashas together are called in the image, in our likeness, that the nefashalachis is the tzelem, and the nefashachienis is only a likeness. Now, this nefashalachis is brought down into this world in order to invest itself within this animating, life-giving soul that battles with it, and to identify its innate godliness, to pull away the good from the bad, and to elevate it, transform darkness into light. That's why we are called Yisrael, because it is about the battle Kisarisa with Elikim and with Nashim anashim, with humans, and surviving Tucha. The Nevesh that we battle with is a reference to the life-giving, animating soul to transform all of our thoughts and all of our Midas that are not directed towards Hashem from being directed towards evil to good. And the Midas are called Elikim, like it says, the B'nai Elikim, in uh, G'nai, which the Targum explains as these lofty me- people of stature. The iman this is about human struggles, whereas we are only human, and therefore we want to transform it from the evil to the good through the Nevesh which is forever aligned with its infinite origin without there being any uh, hester punim, any obfuscation. And what it does is elevates the Nevesh to so that it should become subsumed within the light of Hashem. And this is Yisrael, Yashar Kel. And kale means that it's strong, that it's dominant to battle uh, 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 and to be victorious in its struggles with the nefeshachienus. And this is what the Pusik means when it says that his days are within him of 70 years, within him, meaning these two nefeshachies, each day there is a new battle, and therefore life is not always the same. Some lives are longer, some are shorter, some are more invigorated, and so on. And it's all relative to the battle that a person has with his Nebuchadnezzar Bahamas based on the stature and the character that is brought to him, that he battles with it until he transforms it into something good. And this is what the Pasuk means when it says, uh, you will listen to the chukim and the mishpatim, Is the full Pasuk. What does it mean? That the Rav mixed together with the toy. And the Neshama is called Yisrael, the struggler, because it has to struggle and defeat the Nefeshach Bahamas, transform it from good to evil. However, in the times of Mashiach, the pasuk says that Hashem will uproot the spirit of impurity from the land. There won't be this Ra. We won't have to battle. We won't have to be called Yisrael. And to understand the whole purpose of these two Nefeshas that they should battle in this world, since the Nefeshach, it too, before it was uh, subjected to all of these processes and procedures in tzumtzum, it also was originally bustled to Hashem. So what's the value of dragging it down so far? That through it, we have to drag down also the Keys to go and refine it. So first we have to understand what is this idea of Muhammad and, and its time, as is explained in the Zahir. We said that the time of davening is the time of struggle. And whoever will kill the snake can marry the king's daughter. What is that? That's through daveni. What do we mean? In Pesuchah de Zimra, a person is detaching the evil from the good in the Nefeshah Bahamas. Like it says, The loftiness of God is in our throats. And the two-sided sword is in our hand to elevate the good to the higher level and separate the evil from down here in this world. That when a person thinks about the infinity of Hashem, how he gives life to all things, and how he creates all things, and all things are totally subservient to him, but all, and all that has come before him is like it says in the Lecha Hashem Hagdullah, that all of the Midos are totally Batal to Hashem, like it says in the Tikun that Hashem is not a composite of Midos, he is beyond the Midos, beyond any level, and the Malachim declare that Hashem is detached, Kodesh, meaning separated higher than the quality that we would call mamali or even Savik. Like it says uh, that in the place that you will find the infinity of Hashem, there you will also find his humility, that even though Hashem's greatness is unfathomable, nevertheless, he is beyond even this level that we would call unfathomable that so, so to such a degree that his meat of gedul is considered humility and a sort of a, a tempering of himself relative to the infinity of Hashem. And when a person will think about this and how, as a result, all sin and all negativity will fall away. That is, the Ra within himself will fall away when he recognizes that no thing has any substance before the infinity of Hashem. Because the Ra and the Sitra Akra have no innate identity outside the fact that they receive their... Uh, sustenance from the backside of Kedusha through the 365 prohibitions. And therefore, they themselves are bottled to Kedusha. They are as bottled as the light is before the darkness. However, it's not enough to separate out the Ra. We also have to annul it entirely, like it says, you shall annul it. Um, Like it says that he took the uh, spear in his hand. This is a a reference to the six uh, words of the Shema together with the 248 words of the Kriya Shema, which is called Ramach 248, is a Ramech, is the spear. And this is that just like through a spear, a person takes away the life force. So too, through the Kriyashma, a person annuls and uh, eradicates the Ra entirely. And this helps us understand this idea that we say Shema Yisrael HaShem Lekein HaShem Echad. This means that once you create worlds, it's possible to say Echad, uh, meaning Alef Ches the oneness in the chas, the seven heavens and the earth, and the dalit, that is the four uh, 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 directions of the world, so too, in the spiritual sense, that once Hashem has dispatched these midas, we could say, Echad. this is the seven midas of gedula and gevura, the four highest the face of the lion, and so forth, on the charity of Yechesko. And they are all absolutely one. Why? Because they're all totally bottled before the infinity of Hashem, relative to the essence of their existence before they are created we can't even call them echad because they don't even have stature like it's explained in Sefer Yetzirah though what does it mean what, what, there is no number that comes before one because the very essence and fabric of it is completely beyond the concept of numbers and this is what it means when it says the level of Havayah that even the Malachim cannot understand. And they say Kaddish, and they ask where is God's glory outside of the Neshama of the Jew that is drawn down there, like is explained above. Without any obfuscation or uh, 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 diminishment, it's an actual direct Havayah. Like it says, who has uh, 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 exposed the Ruz, the secret to my children, which is the level of the dispatching of darkness that no longer should be dark, that is co- concealed even from the eyes of the angels. Now, Shema means to understand that when a person will contemplate and it will be rooted in his heart, how he, uh, he should put aside the El yanim and the Tachtanim, so that Havai should become our God, ours, mamish and the Neshama came down from such a lofty level, where it was this Obvious uh, down to such a lowly level in order to be invested within the life-giving force that for this, a person should be longing for his soul to be reunited with Hashem. So he comes to the level, he has absolute exclusive love for Hashem. This is the continuous impact that he wants Havaya to be That it should be continuous, that this love that comes from above, that I love them, uh, says Hashem. That is, that his he is impassioned with this great love of a fiery sense to be subsumed within the light of love that comes from above. Like it says, tell me that you love my soul. And from here he elevates to such a level that it is b'chol Every aspect, his very, his very, very without limitation, a love beyond anything that we can comprehend. And this is what it says in Iyayi that from he reveals the depths from the darkness, and he comes out, brings the light out from the shadow of death, that is, through revealing within his heart this depth of the darkness, that is, the habayala kenu. This dispatches the darkness away, and uh, uh, consequently, he transforms darkness to light, and it brings this light out of the shadow of darkness, this level of evil that's within his soul that becomes transformed to good. Now, in the earlier generations... Evil wasn't so dominant. It was enough to be mavatal the Ra in every way with the Kriyashma. That's not the way it is now that we're on the footsteps of Mashiach. The Ra is that much stronger. And <clears throat> we can't be Mavatal it through Kriyashma alone. And for this, we established Shman Esrei Brachas. The concept of Bracha is that it should be a ha'mshah. That we ask that it should be brought down to us. This atal l'noicha, that it should be ha'vaila kenim. That we should have this revelation in our heart. And as such, we should annul the ra entirely like the transformation and the annulity of Chesha. And the brach of slachlon doesn't mean that we're only afraid of the punishment, that we should be forgiven so we don't get punished. Chas but what it means is like a person who asks from his friend for mechila and slicha, that it should reveal his desire to be close to him through the stimulus of his compassion. So too, we ask from Hashem that he should reveal the 13 mitas harachamim called the 13 uh, pathways of this uh, fragrance of our Pesuma that clarifies and cleans up the sins of the Jewish people, that there shouldn't be anything between us, this screen that separates between us. Now, during these days of Elul, in particular, we are focused on being ma'ira the Gimel And in Yom Kippur, it is the revelation of God's raseh. Just like it was when the Eden uh, sinned at the time of the Egel, it was also given to them the opportunity for Slicha for forgiveness on Yom Kippur, which is when Hashem reveals his desire to be close with us. Now, this level of Averabah that is embedded within Bukhome is in every way. That is, it's elevated of the, n- the love of the Neshama like it was before it even came into this world. And it comes specifically through the clarification of the life giving force uh, within our humanity and thus the annulity of its innate uh, disconnect, its evil. Like it says, that he reveals the depths, and from it the darkness, that is the great light that comes out of the darkness. And this is the purpose of the neshama coming into this world, to clarify and to cleanse the evil that's within the nefeshavah Bahamas, in order that we come to this great level of love. The explanation being that since the source of the Nefesh is such a lofty level, like we say, and these are the kings in the land of Edom, before there was a king for the Jewish people, however, it has fallen down through the Shvetash HaKalim into that which is hidden and concealed via the Tsimsumin that conceal the singularity of Oren Saif. And therefore, when it is uh, identified and clarified and cleaned up, this Ra through the Nefesh automatically we come to this immense love. In every way, even as it was before the Neshama came into this world. And this is what the Pasik means that it says that the firstborn son will be to the hated wife, the Dafka from the Nefeshah Bahamas, which is innately hated, will we produce this level of the B'chur, this level that before kings were kings. And this will be to that which is with an extra letter Yud, meaning something other, that is Mount Sinai, where Sinna was brought against idolatry, and so forth, to be disgusted by Ra absolutely through the hisgalis of the rutsen and the love that is higher than Das. That concludes this mimer. The page continues with a new mimer that says that Hashem did not turn to listen to Bilam. and rather Hashem your God turned it around from a curse to a bracha. So we ask the question, why is this so stunning that Hashem did not listen to uh, someone like Bilam who's Bli ol, a person with no discipline? He's a Russia. Why should we be surprised that Hashem did not listen? Why do we say that Hashem transformed his curse into a bracha? Since he doesn't listen to Bilaam at all, if you're not listening to him, then he has no stature. And if you are listening to him, uh, or or the transformation suggests that there is a listen. The point being that there are those opponents who criticize the Jewish people. And that's where we take the shofar and Rosh Hashanah to confuse these opponents. They're always looking for Averus within the Jewish people. They're always trying to find some detriment. And this is what is called Bilam. That this was the way of Bilam, that he was always looking to find some bad thing. He stood up on the mountain and he was looking out, trying to find something bad to say about the Jewish people. And this is thus the offsetting praise that even though he came and he argued, and we said that Hashem did not listen to his voice, meaning Hashem did not listen to his words at all. Not that Hashem responded to his words and defeated him via argument. He simply ignored him entirely. And why? Because he did not turn to because he's Hashem, our God, your God, you, the specific person. Hashem is Elikech Mamsha. Within every Jew, there is this level of Havaya. Like it says, ki Hashem Amoy, Yaakov that we are an absolute part of Hashem. The point being that within every nefesh, within every Jewish soul, There is the level of the natural intuitive love that is based and is embedded within the nature of the Jewish people, that they should not be separated from Hashem in his singularity. And nobody does an Aveir unless he's infiltrated by a spirit of foolishness that tricks him and says that, don't worry, you'll still be a Jew. Separate from Hashem, even the least of the least, the most easily persuaded person would be or Nefesh rather than separate himself from Hashem. Why? Because that's the Teva of his Nefesh, he is a candle of God, that's his neshama, like a candle that is burning innately without any logical explanation. It is hidden and concealed in a thick bath, um, which is the goof gashmi, in the thick sack. And from there comes this possibility for the foolish mistake. When a person, however, stimulates his great love to the point that he wants to break out of this sack that is concealing him, then he fears it. He doesn't, even if he's the, the, the smallest, the lightest sin, he would avoid. Even if it's only rabbinic, because chamudim divrei soifrim, which the bible will explain, it is harsher, the words of the scribes, more than divrei terer. That's why they're called soifrim, writers, because we have a sofer, a writer, a seifer, a book, and a seifer the story. The sefer is the tereshavachsav. The soifer, the writer, is the one who makes it, which is peh. Like we know that teirish Pad, like the wife surrounds her husband, and this is the level of the uh, of love that is indicated in the yud of shem havaya. The the very point of that yud, the kites of that yud, is pointed upwards, which alludes to this desire to be elevated to ein which is higher than anything we can comprehend. No thought can grasp him. No, all things are as naught before. Am I Hashem, I do not change. And so too, this love for Hashem is without any explanation. It's simply because the light of the Ein Sof rests upon him, invested within his Chachma, that gives life to his soul, which is higher than anything he can grasp. And therefore, it's like a flame that burns on its own and from its own. Uh, only that it gets hidden, and the person has to kickstart it. There's Jerusalem de and through that, he has this russu de la'ela, that Hashem will not even listen to on uh, to any arguments against the Jewish people. This is a response that doesn't even engage in debate. The explanation being that the Yud of Shem Avaya, that is in the Nefesh. The Yud is Chachma, Kayachma, the anagram of the willingness to explore everything, which is a level of tzimtzum. It's not uh, yet the level of nakud. We explain. We know that in order for there to be the creation of Chachma, the first has to be some degree of revelation in the process of a from the infinite that is beyond anything that can be uh, ordered or organized through vo- multiple tzimzumim. And this bringing down of the light in the in, in concealment after concealment until it becomes so compressed like the um, radiance that comes, uh, the, the, the life force that comes out of the hair on the head that it is nourished from the brain. We're now on on the top of the skull that surrounds the brain, that conceals the brain, so it should not be revealed. And that's what allows for the hair to grow from the skull itself that conceals and and covers over and surrounds the brain. And this mild uh, expression is extraordinarily compressed until it has no comparison with the irradiance of the moichan itself, just like there is no comparison to the hairs uh, with the brain, that even if a person were to shave off all of his hair, it wouldn't cause pain in his mind, in his brain. So too, the mashal, and even more so, is the creation of chachma from that which is higher than chachma, from our insight, that is far more exalted than the creation of the midas of Ava from the level of Chabad. From the of Chabad it is invested in the midas. However, the creation of the Chachma from Orin Soif is not the atz Soif invested within it. It's only a tiny little uh, fragment of it, a, a, an insight that is after the concealment and the hiding of Atma masorin Soif, like it says, that he will dispel the darkness, that it is concealing in the level of darkness and hiddenness, and it will be a revelation in Chachma, the Reish's Gila. And this is what we mean when we say, Hashem molach Hashem is the King. Garbed in glory, tikun table, and it will be established forever. That in order that there be table, there has to be the investiture of the infinite light of Hashem in the garments in some form of concealment. So it should not overly be revealed, like it is in Tzimtzum. This is what it means in the opening line of Chomesh Bereshis Baralikim. is the first Giloyes Chachma, is Bar-A-Likim, is via the Tzimtzum. Like we say initially, Hashem was going to create the world with din because the heart of Metzumtzem, this very Metzumtzem level, in order for it to be the very beginning of creation. Because Chachma, which is the beginning of revelation and understanding of Oden Soif, that is revealed in the level of Bina, is the level of He, the first He of the Yud Kevav the expression with length and depth, fills all worlds, surrounds all worlds. But this Chachma is in a level that is concealed. That it doesn't reveal, it is not, it is only revealed in, in little uh, spurts in the mayach that uh, of a person's understanding, and without this symptom of insight and its investiture within the chachma, he cannot have an expression in that the worlds are totally bottled before him as if they have no existence. That now, after it has been created, and it is all completely bottled, but it's only keloi with that comparable sense of the chaf, it's not lo'i, chashivei, it's kill lo'i. And, th- and even this, it's only when it's before Hashem. But if the Orient Saif is not so revealed, uh, I'm sorry, if the Orient Saif would be completely revealed, it would be mamish, lo'i. And therefore we say that when the Malachim argue, what is mankind, and you should listen to them, Hashem places his small finger there and they burn up. That means he has an expression of godliness that is without limitation, uh, without just uh, without any symptom. and as such, it's called the small finger, and yet it burns them up complete and total bittum. And this is the symptom that causes the creation of the worlds, that initially the worlds were created because that's simply what Hashem wanted. And in His kindness, He renews it every day, the story of creation. His it that is, He creates the level of yesh from chachman symptom every day because in every day it is a renewal. And every moment, essentially, as well. And it's all linked to us. If we are Ma'ir Hashem to do it, He will. And this requires this great effort of Tzimtzum. And this is also the product of the de that we should be, Botel uh, put aside our will for His will. That is, we should be Mitzam in the same way that we overcome our impulses, our desires that are not directed towards Hashem, and we direct them towards Hashem. And this is the, the many thoughts within the heart of man and the advice of God that stands up, both in what is spoken, that we should, uh, if we don't speak according to God's will, or we don't do um, uh, what he wants, we close our eyes to it, we don't follow after our heart, whether it's pursuing something that's permit prohibited or even if it's permitted, like we are told that we should sanctify ourselves, even in what is permitted. And it, uh, the entirety of the person should be thrown up against this impulsive behavior. And this bitl is the level of chachm. Because Chachma clarifies and separates out the Toy from the Ra. It is mavatal the rutzen of the Ra before the Toy. In this Kayakha with the nefesh. And therefore our sages say, Sanctify yourself, because k'odesh is Chachmah. Like we say, Kadashli Kobakhir. And through this level of Vital, of de la sata, that we are Mavatal and we move and we put aside ourselves to be subsumed, we arouse a Srusadilla elah that there should be a bitl and a putting aside of atz, and soif, that it shouldn't reveal itself through only through tzimtzum, in helam achra helam In this way, it will dispel the darkness. It will be where there's darkness and not light. And instead, that should be put away to have a total dealer, even of the highest level, called the level of yod, which is the chachma, through the the yud which is the chachma of the person's nefer.